Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What? Today we've got Niall Ratcliffe on and he's a personal brand manager. Hi Niall. Hi, how's it going? Good mate, you? Yeah, yeah, it's doing well. Working as always, but I never complain when I'm busy. It's always better than not being busy. 100%. Um, Niall, should we jump straight into it? Do you want to tell everyone a bit about what you do? Yeah, so um, right now I'm currently a personal brand manager at Carogo. Uh, essentially breaking that down is just me taking founders, CEOs and, and C-suites and essentially just exposing them to a wider audience. Um, we like to talk of it as you at scale. So we take a person and essentially just digitalize their reputation to the whole the whole world, essentially, which is the basis of my job. Um, I do do a few little other things on the side, but I'm sure we'll get into them as we go along. I think we have actually officially, and I said this with, I think, Isabel yesterday, I thought we'd had everyone on from Krogo, but I think now we actually have ticked every single box. <laughs> um, um, I, I think you've got a few more. Like The, the team's growing and, and the business is doing great. So um, there's certainly going to be a few more employees over the next 12 months. So uh, we, can, we can keep going with the Krogo <laughs> employees. We can keep you busy. I think we, we get you guys on because, you know, it was always something we knew about, but we never knew what to call it, I guess. You know, people always talk about you have to put yourself out there and you have to build, you know, your personal reputation, I think is what people used to say. But, you know, talking to yourself and, and Isabel and Sam and all the team um, is really showing us that personal branding is so crucial now when you're looking for jobs, when you're looking to build your career and anything like that, right? Yeah, and it's such a it's such a unique industry, and everyone is so tight knit. So everyone you could name in personal branding, the chances are I've known them, um, which is which is awesome. But um, and I think we talked about this prior. But essentially, one of the things that attracted me to personal branding was it, ha- it had a real personal effect on me. Um, prior to December, I was looking for work, and I applied for I think it was a hundred and seven jobs on LinkedIn. Um, this is, I'm talking, I've gone on the link and gone to their website and typed in all the crazy questions they asked. And it was 107 and I hadn't, um, didn't get accepted for any of them, zero interviews. And after that, I actually saw, I think it was Schwabe and, and Ellie on LinkedIn and they were posting. I thought, this is awesome. They're putting out content and, and I got to know them. And I thought, I'll have a slice of this cake. And um, I started posting on LinkedIn and I think it was within two months or something of posting on LinkedIn, I had seven full-time job offers, um, which was absolutely crazy at the time. Some in personal branding, some in marketing. Um, and that's that's how I essentially ended up at Corogo, solely through my personal brand. At the time, admittedly, it was horrendous. And I was posting some like you know, horrendous content, like what you'd post on Facebook back in 2012. But um, it's quite nice to look back at and see that documentation of my journey and see... Um, how the little effort or little skill I was putting into it and the actual effects it had going from like 107 declined applications to, to seven full-time job offers within the space of a two months was just a crazy prospect to me and literally sold me on personal branding. I think this is why, you know, I said, I'm we're so obsessed with this right now, but this is hence why we've had, you know, basically a whole team on the podcast because it is actually such a differentiator and it's a really good time right now to jump on and start doing some of this work and you mentioned you got you know seven job offers from two months of posting content let's drill down a bit and actually talk about 
how you build your content and what you're actually posting because i'll take linkedin for example i'm you know i'm learning to be better at it but i don't post enough content at all so what can somebody be doing to really start building their personal brand i'd say i'd say it sounds generic but the first step to do posting your personal brand is posting um i said before like my content i was putting out back in december which is you know not long ago but it is in my life like what's happened since it was it was horrendous um and it was simply just anything that came from my mind uh google would have a, a google widget and i would be like oh my days google has this widget um here's the stats on google trends here's the amount of people who clicked on it and it was maybe like a three to four line post uh and it got two likes and and one was my mother and one was my brother and, and that was it for weeks <laughs> uh, but essentially I, I just started posting and through trial and error you realize okay people like this post people like this post um when you get deep into it and you really want to nail it down though i think the biggest misconception is that you always have to add value um and the mistake the fact that people actually just want to get to know you as a person and izzy um like isabel cowell is honestly probably my favorite personal brand at the minute, um, which is a little bit of a bias, but because she does such a good job of simply documenting her journey and every bit of value she gets, it comes from her journey. She's not saying personal branding helps people do this, here's my stats. She's saying, today I went on a walk and it really benefited my mental health, you should go on a walk. And that's very basic, but like it's that sort of theme of like, here's what I've done in my life. and here's how it could maybe benefit you also. And it's just documenting that journey. And people love to be nosy. Like humans love the gossip. They love to be nosy. So when I post something, um, prime example, last night, I actually posted about my work-life balance. And I just took a photo of myself uh, at the football field and I was just typing up some work. And that's the sort of content that performs really well on LinkedIn. But it's super authentic. It's a photo I've clearly taken. It's just documenting what I'm doing and explaining to people my values, um, to a wider audience, and I mentioned before, you know, you at scale, and that's something that we say at Corogo every day, virtually. And it's just literally not being fake, not trying to put yourself as someone you aren't. It's simply, hey, here's who I am, here's what I believe in, here's what I do on a daily basis, uh, and, and take what you want from it. And, and I think it's important to realize that we can take lessons from everyone, no matter what their career. Um, and that's why personal branding works, because I can learn from a janitor, and I can also learn from you know, the CEO of a billion dollar company. Have you laid out your, your beliefs or your, you know, what you think about work or the world, or have you got kind of like a, a structure you said, okay, this is what I believe. And this is what I'm going to post about, or does it all come naturally? Because I think if people are thinking about posting and they're thinking about going on this career journey and, you know, they want to grow or get into an industry, they might not really know, what their thoughts and opinions are so is there an exercise you've done to say okay this is what i think um honestly i would say um we all have opinions on some things and it doesn't necessarily have to relate to your job i don't talk about personal branding much yes I, yeah, i'm a full-time um personal brand manager so i the first thing i'd say is simply talk about what you're thinking about if you like football and you think that Man United overpaid for Cristiano Ronaldo. Talk about it and talk about like why you think that is. And you'll be surprised how much people relate to things that are not work-related. You know, the boss of a company or a manager of a company that you really like to work for might actually think the same thing about Cristiano Ronaldo. And you relate on that, not a work topic. 
Um, but not to expose what we do at Corogo, but we, um, sorry, Sam, uh, but for every client we have, we do do content pillars and essentially just things like at the core of what you want to talk about. So for me personally, I talk about um, marketing campaigns is something I love to talk about. Ageism is another one which is more like a social issue. And I like to highlight how much um, like young people in society are sort of not, not oppressed because I hate that word, but they definitely at times aren't given the opportunity um, that, they, that they can, that they should do. Um, so I'll have like some certain content pillars and we also have some themes for clients as well. And I have some themes for mine. So that might be, you know, tongue in cheek or authoritative um, or disciplined. And they're little things that you want to tie back into that. So you want to talk about a content pillar with that theme. So let's say I'm talking about ageism and it's a tongue in cheek one where I'm a little bit sarcastic. So that's the basis um, of what we do with clients. But I do think when you talk about little structures and things like that, people overthink it and believe like there's kind of a barrier to entry, like they don't understand what to do. So that's why I always push, like just post and just post about things that you're passionate about and forget forget that you want to work in HR, forget that you want to work in marketing, just talk about things that are on your mind. Um, obviously, nothing too sporadic, but um, anything that's on your mind, it will be beneficial for your personal brand. I think this is quite an important thing to talk about because obviously we sort of talk about personal branding. Obviously, you do it as a job for other people, but you've also mentioned you... Um, did it for yourself to help gain yourself a job and i've done it uh previously as well but i'm not a social media person i can't stand it i'm not really good at it and i don't particularly enjoy it so for what i did was i just started liking sharing and commenting on other people's stuff um because i didn't want to post my own sort of thoughts and opinions and that sort of worked for me but i'd be quite interested to hear what um for you at that very beginning stage going from those 107 sort of um rejections to getting those seven job offers what was it you first started to do to make uh to make, make get yourself out there and get your personal brand um in the end that's a really interesting point you brought up and i think it's another thing that people miss uh is the actual engagement side of things and essentially you can put your values out there without um without posting content and i i, I talked about this uh, recently in, in, a, in a post and a company that does this really well is spec servers on twitter and they actually um I'd done the maths on it and they actually had more engagement from their replies uh, over the month of February than they did from their posts solely because they, they jump on the back of other people's values and kind of add like the spec savers kind of like a jokey vibe to it. Um, but it works the same from a personal perspective. Um, so that's really interesting you brought that up. But the question you essentially asked was like, what did, what did, I, what did I do to start with? Um, and like I said, I have mentioned I, I did put out content just like blatantly throwing it out of that, throwing mud at the wall, essentially. But um, I did also jump on networking calls, which is, which is obviously the epitome of a personal brand, essentially, because it's just putting yourself out there person to person uh, and not being afraid to jump on a Zoom call with people. And with no intention other than I'm going to introduce myself, you introduce yourself, and I'm going to tell you how my day is going, you tell me how your day is going. Um, and that was another really beneficial thing at the start, uh, solely for like the engagement purpose of they like will now interact with your content, but also like I've made some like lifelong friends. That's a which sounds cliche and cringy, but um, it is the truth. So let's talk about university versus jumping straight into work. Did you go to uni? And if not, or if you did, did you find value in it? Or if you jumped straight into work, why did you? 
I love that question. Um, ironically, I'm still at university. I graduate at Christmas uh, and I'm working full time at the same time, which is um, a super unique scenario and kind of one I fell into. Um, I started off part time and as my role developed, I just became full time. Um, I would say uh, my mother would disagree, but I, th I think university is literally the one of the biggest like scams I've ever been involved in, in a sense of uh, my degrees uh, a marketing degree and i learned more from december to now um, than i have done in, in three years of university and I, I do believe that university is a huge thing and and a great thing for, for people in certain fields law uh, medicine and fields like that but for a, a field like marketing or business I, i'm so such an advocate of, of trial and error and just you know, go and, go and market yourself on LinkedIn, go and market yourself on Twitter, um, go and volunteer to market a local firm, anything like that. And you will learn so much more than you ever will from a marketing degree. Uh, and those key terms and jargon that they pump out in those expensive textbooks, they're, they're dying off. And you talk about the team at Carogo, and I think we have an average age of something like 23, um, John 20, Easy's 21, Sam's 22, um, and you know, and this is a, an expanding startup and a growing startup, and, and that's that's kind of the common theme for the industry. So, and that's why I always talk about ageism on LinkedIn as well, just as a fact of like, um, not to call out anyone, you know, over twenty, because I think they add great value. But um, those barriers to entry with the jargon, not understanding key terms, I do believe that's dying off. And um, as the new as the new workforce emerges, um, I think we'll slowly get a more accepting of, of, of new people and people with less degrees. And you've, we're seeing that already. So, so yeah. That's fair enough. And um, for you, what do you think are some critical personality traits that you need to be in this industry? I, I think, I think one would be, would be disciplined uh, in a sense of consistency. So vital. You can't just post on LinkedIn, you know, once and then, and then give it three months. You have to say to yourself, and this is goes for any social platform. LinkedIn is actually the easiest for this. Instagram, if you, if you go off Instagram for three months, you might as well write off your engagement for another three because they really do punish you. But um, for any any platform and, and especially marketing, just like consistently, you have to put out content. You have to do whatever you're doing consistently. Um, and I saw a quote somewhere, it said like, being great is just being consistently good. And I think that's like a huge factor, just being disciplined to, to commit to a certain frequency that you're going to do something and just consistently do that for a long period of time. And then what would you say has been the biggest positive or opportunity you've taken so far from working in personal branding? The biggest opportunity uh, from working within personal branding, I think it's just the people that I've met. Um, you know, we've got clients who are, who are millionaires, people who drive, you know, Ferraris, all the supercars and, and, and the people, you know, and I have, you know, personal phone numbers um, is, is absolutely crazy. And sometimes it's, I can sit back and realize you know, I'm 20 years old and I'm in contact with some of the, the biggest firms in England uh, on, the, on the highest level, you know, direct access to a CEO, which I think is such a unique aspect that you don't get in any other field. Um, just as a sense of usually when it's an intern at, you know, 19, 20, and you barely get to talk to you know, your head of department. Um, 
and just from being in personal branding, you really do get that connection with some really high level people. And from a networking perspective, you, know, you couldn't ask for any more from uh, at 20 years old. And on the flip side of that, what would be some negatives of this industry? I think the negatives are the fact it is 24 7, seven days a week. Um, you know, keeping that reputation going and the consistency I talked about, it, it can get overwhelming. Um, and I know me and Izzy as well often like to, I like to talk about on LinkedIn about how, you know, it's, you do see a lot of people posting saying this is like great and all this, but um, you're forgetting that when you do have that viral post or you do have something goes really well, you sit there and that the anxiety does kick in and you do think, oh my God, like I have an audience now, like I need to be really careful what I say. And it can also like dwindle your authenticity in a sense of you're trying to change yourself to, to fit the audience. Um, but yes, it's a 24 seven role. And, you know, some days I'll be up at 3 a.m. working uh, and, and other days I, I won't. And it, and it is that thing of like when clients need content out the next day, you just have to do that. So it's a 24 seven thing and you're essentially always on call. What do you think about the old CV versus portfolio? And I think personal branding is probably a really good example of portfolios, to be honest with you, because it is, it's a documented, you know, I've done this, I've done that um, kind of content stream. How do you feel about CVs? Do you think they're going to have a place going forward? Or do you think much more emphasis is going to be put on people's social media and personal brands? Um, of course, I think that the personal brands are, are so much more valuable than CVs. Um, I actually did a talk at my university not two weeks ago um, on just this topic and explaining to, to other students that you know there's a thousand there was a thousand people in the room at the time and it's well there's a thousand people here and you all went to this university you all studied the same degree so you're going to apply for jobs in marketing all of you at the same time and you're all going to have you know very similar you know yes you were in this society or yes you did this on the side but essentially you've all got the same qualification. Um, but I do think that people forget there's so much more opportunity uh, with a CV than just having you know, a piece of paper. And it's something that I was trying to do in the last sort of weeks of me applying for jobs was I was trying to really mix up my CV uh, and I ended up with uh, a QR code that I would hand in. And essentially you were able to scan the QR code and it'd pull up the links to my website, my newsletter, uh, the traditional CV and things like that. And you talked about portfolios. Um, but as well, which is a similar concept. But essentially, I just think that people forget that CVs aren't just a plain piece of paper where you write on your experience. And people need to get way more creative with it. Uh, mm. Although personal branding is more valuable, CVs aren't dying off anytime soon. You know, you're still going to be handing a CV for the next 20, 30 years. Mm. So get creative with it. Don't just hand in a piece of paper and just really show your personality in the way you, you put yourself across. You know, I completely agree with that. I think people like you say when you put an a4 piece of paper in that really doesn't have an effect whereas if you were to give someone a qr code that's really something like, oh you know what's this and that leads to further conversations isn't it and it shows your initiative yeah and i think you know, whichever way you do it i know jake summerhouse he's a employee uh, i know he handed in a website and it didn't it wasn't just a website documenting his experience and it was uh, it was super authentic to him and I know he had some like uh, testimonials, which were like from his mum and dad, and he joked around with them, and it was like, <laughs> "Do you know the greatest son ever?" And it was like mum like rescinded and he put on it, and and little things like that. And uh, and Sam, our CEO, he literally said like that was one of the things that really stood out to him when Jake applied. So it just goes to show, do you know what I mean? Putting a 
expressing yourself through that CV or whatever you hand in um, is super important. So I think we talk about personal branding quite a lot on this podcast for the last few months. But, you know, if somebody's been listening to these episodes and they're thinking, you know, I'd absolutely love to get into personal branding. I think, you know, from the conversations we've had, this is an industry that's only going to grow, only going to expand, because if you're a, uh, you know, a CEO or a business, having a personal brand is going to be crucial in the next five to 10 years. But if somebody's listening and they want to get into it, what should they be doing now? It's so simple. And that's, just build their personal brand. I said, there's no barrier to entry. There's these people I see every day who put out, sh- I was going to say, <laughs> you <laughs> swear, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they put out shit content for, for mums to bomb And I think fucking hell, these are shit content, but it's just making something little. And, and then the next month, they, they jump above me in the following or they jump above me in interactions because they were just putting it out, putting it out, and they were putting out this shite content, throwing mud at the wall and something stuck. And it happens again and again. And you talk to Izzy was on the podcast and she's just hit something like 13K followers. And she, she was always putting out good content. But, um, <laughs> but essentially she was putting it out and getting, you know, 60, 70 interactions. And now she pulls in, you know, five to 500 to a thousand. Uh, and you just think of that size of audience of every time you put out any piece of content, you're getting a thousand people looking at it. It's just, it is just immense. So just, just start put out that shy content, talk about something that no one cares about and just put it out on the platform mm. and do that consistently and you will have a personal brand in three to six months, more than likely three to six weeks because that's just how quick it is at the minute. Mm. And essentially, and once you get into the LinkedIn cult, um, I call it a cult because it's so close-knit. <laughs> and I could, it, it's like a high school sometimes where I could tell you gossip on I'm 90% of the people <laughs> in my LinkedIn network. And it, it's just like a cult. Once you're in, you're in and you know everyone. Um, but everyone's so friendly. And if you start interacting with people and putting out content, um, you'll quickly find yourself. Everyone's wanting to jump on a Zoom call with you and everyone knows everyone, which is it's honestly super nice. Um, and everyone will be so supportive if you ever want advice about anything. And what would be something that's probably not in your job description, but you have to deal with anyway? Oof, just a good question. Um, not in the job description. <laughs> I was going to say that, like, I'd hate to, to genuinely clock my hours because I'm meant mm. to be 40 hours a week and it's probably more than that. Um, and, and it comes, it, it comes it's, it's optional. You know, Sam, Sam's, Sam's not texting me saying, work 80 hours this week, Kyle. <laughs> but um, there you go, Sam, that, that's the lawsuit covered. But... Um, <laughs> But essentially, you know, if like I said before, if you have to get the content out, you have to get the content out. It could be Saturday, it could be Sunday. You know, someone might be, um, something might be going on, and and the team do come around and help. But it's just that it is twenty four seven, and you are got you are going, and you're always thinking. Um, and what I will say is, you'll never enjoy social media like you used to. You don't <laughs> aimlessly scroll every time you're scrolling. It, it's active consumption. And, and you're reading people's captions thinking, oh, I like what they did there. I didn't like what they did there. And social media becomes something completely different. And um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's not as fun anymore, that's for sure. And uh, would you still go into this industry knowing everything you know now? Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish I would have gone into it sooner. I wish I would have gone into it sooner. It's an absolute rocket ship. If you look at uh, the startups that have gone to a million dollar valuation within the last six months, you're talking 
four to four I can think of probably off the top of my head, maybe three. Um, three to four that have shot up in the last six to 12 months to a million dollar valuation. And over the next six to 12, that, that, that I think will easily, easily double. Um, so it's an absolute rocket ship. And I wish I was, I wish I jumped on board sooner, um, but it isn't going away anywhere, uh, anywhere. Um, the industry from a business perspective, obviously there might not be like as many startups, et cetera. But I look at the likes of like Elon Musk, who's the richest man in the world, and Tesla is essentially built on his personal brand. Um, people are just now putting a label on it. And you'll see the likes of, of Jack Mollers, um, who runs Strike, and, and other things like this, where these have super strong personal brands, super strong Twitter followings. I mean, the president of El Salvador, the guy has something like half a million Twitter followers, and wow. he's become a global sensation. And he is the president, and I think that is the future. And everyone does talk about the Rock and Logan Paul becoming president of the United States, and um, hopefully it doesn't happen within my lifetime. But within within the next fifty to hundred years, I would not be surprised at all if um, someone becomes president who is solely based off, off their brand and the, the presence they brought on social media. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking time to come on and have a chat. Now it's been really great to chat to you. Yeah, honestly, absolutely awesome. Um, and I appreciate it, guys. Well, thank you, Noel. Uh, where can people find you? So LinkedIn, Niall Ratcliffe. Twitter, at Niall Ratcliffe. Um, I also have a newsletter which talks about our marketing strap campaigns uh, and essentially shows small businesses how to implement them. And that is www.growingviral.substack.com. So you can find it there. I post it on my LinkedIn, so you'll find it there also. Brilliant. Thanks, mate.